live once again uh totally for the first time and not for the second time on the all elite wrap up podcast exactly. listeners will probably be like what are these guys talking about right but that's why you should watch the live streams every week on thursday at precisely um 7 32 it says here um right here in kansas city mahomes standard time and speaking of mahomes oh man how about those kansas city chiefs Winning another playoff game against <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo. How fun was that, Tom, before we talk right I now. loved it. I loved it. That was my Super Bowl. I don't care if we lose 100 to nothing this Sunday in the AFC Championship game. <laughs> we ended Buffalo season, and that's all I needed. That is oh, and all ended their I window. Uh, Josh Allen's, like, contract more than doubles next season and like they yeah they ended their window oh it's done love it i (laughs) love it so yeah baltimore very good team if you win 200 to nothing i'm gonna be fine i'll be like oh man that stuff like especially if it's like it's a last second play you know whatever we get an inter or we get intercepted or fumble or something like damn we should have but then deep down in the black Part of my heart, I'm gonna be like, but we ended Buffalo season three times in four years. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> your town sucks. Oh, your uh, yeah, team so sucks. Your players suck. Von Miller is a monster. Bad type of monster. We'll, we'll talk about in just a little bit. Uh, and so good, good, good. <laughs> hey, and again, Buffalo fans. If uh, you want to join in the chat, I'll post our Super Bowl victories. You post can, yours, and we'll have a good can conversation. Can this end the Josh Allen comparison to Mahomes? So, Josh Allen only threw two passes that game that went longer than five yards. Mahomes did that with Marquez Valdez-Scantling <laughs> in the game. You know what I mean? Mahomes now has more playoff wins than Aaron Rodgers, right? So, can we call this now? Can that Can that? That's one another fucking guy. That, that, his is more personal. I just – I sports hate Buffalo. Let, let me clarify. I sports hate the city. I sports hate the team. <laughs> sure. I don't – you know, you're fine. You're all good. Yeah, if people. you're from Buffalo, you're probably fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah you probably. I mean, again, pick better teams because, again, don't just pick – the closest thing that's to you, but anyhow, um, <laughs> but uh, no, here's my thing with Josh Allen. He's a two time pro bowler. You know, who didn't make the fucking pro bowl this year, Josh Allen. Okay. <laughs> two super bowl MVPs, mm-hmm. two NFL MVPs, two super bowl victories, two pro bowls. Shut up. Like it's shut up, shut up, shut yeah. up, shut up. Yeah. He's not good. I mean, he's, he's not that good. He ain't Mahomes good. He we'll ain't see. that we'll good. See. Yeah. He's we'll not see. that good. There is a great piece by Bomani Jones. If you want my real feelings on why people love Josh Allen so much, I encourage you to go read it because that's the reason we love Josh Allen. Spoiler alert, it's because he's white. Yeah, that's that's probably, why. Yeah. 
I was gonna say. Tom Brady, I was gonna say, is it the square jaw and the uh, yeah, or the it's blue his, eyes or uh, the sponsorship yeah. <laughs> with Gillette? Even though he can't mm-hmm. grow a beard, that guy. But yeah, we had Tom Brady as got the a face beard of the like league. Joe Dirt. <laughs> exactly, but he was the fa- Tom Brady was the face of this league, and then he retired, and we so desperately had to find that next one because it couldn't be Lamar, couldn't be Patrick, couldn't be Dak, couldn't be CJ Stroud. I well, it could be if you played, but I wonder what the other four people have in common fuck out of here yeah well wrestling we had such a fun time what a fever dream of a main event in aw dynamite that right we'll get into it and i have the the breakdown here uh ready to go however just objectively speaking as a pro wrestling Mm -hmm. fan a hardcore more than a casual seeing adam copeland aka edge and Minoru Suzuki just standing in a ring together kind of felt weird, right? It did feel weird. And I thought, again, hey, we're going to talk some things about WWE this week, even though we're the All Elite wrap-up, right? And so I don't want to sound like I'm extra pouring some shit on WWE, but I thought, man, we would never have gotten this in WWE. We would never have gotten Edge versus Minoru Suzuki. And it made me wonder, like, does Minoru Suzuki exist in the WWE universe? Has he ever been mentioned even ever anywhere is it, could we find some obscure wwe network thing that he's ever even existed in the maybe wwe only, universe maybe only in reference if ken shamrock was going through his attitude yeah. run and he maybe a, has a, a promo couple wins over somewhere him. maybe somebody yeah, said like a I, name yeah yeah maybe but, it, it just, but i don't think they've ever referenced him from a company standpoint so yeah that was my thought going through and then it was just like this is awesome right seeing just there's it something about like, an old timer that wants to just go, right? That they just really mm-hmm. bring it hard. Yeah, but it felt like seeing, you know, uh, Okada and Roman Reigns standing in the ring together. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. Tanahashi and Shawn Michaels. Like it just was like, what? These two would never be in the same ring together, you know? Or yeah. Kenny Omega and uh, Kane. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that what? Would be that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like those oh, two, yeah. Just, yeah. So oh, let's get into a political like. conversation too. That'd be fun. Ooh, uh, ooh, Jeffrey ooh. Sills in the chat said, "Murder grandpa slapping meat." Uh, he also talked about the Chiefs and says, "MVS's hands are allergic to the football, but he did catch two balls right then for sixty-two yards." The, for sixty-two those two yards catches were fucking hard. Those two catches too were very hard. Yeah. Uh, Yep. And now, anyway, um, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, and of course, we'll talk more about that as we get into AEW Dynamite. But you mentioned the name Okada. And mm-hmm. it's funny you should bring that name up Ooh, because okay. we had somebody contact us. And we love when people contact us, much like Jeffrey Sills did here in the chat, which you can do during our YouTube live streams. When we get them off the ground correctly, uh, you can join the chat live Thursday nights and, uh, and talk to us that way. Or you can send us messages. We're on threads at all underscore elite underscore wrap up. We have all elite wrap up.com. You can send an email to AE wrap up at gmail.com. Uh, you know, videos, audio clips, send us anything you like. Right. But we got an, I think this was an email, right? A question mm-hmm. about Okada from good friend of the show. Shark bait, Anthony Gutierrez, right? Did I said that one, right? Gutierrez. Yes. Yes. Nice. Well, you know what? He's Nailed always, it. it's kind of like Kelsey. It could be Kels. Could be Kelsey. 
could be Gutierrez. It could be Gutierrez. Now he goes he's with always the told moment, me, right? Well, he's always told me it's Gutierrez. But if you say Gutierrez, he's not going to be like, hey, hey, before we go any farther, like he doesn't care that much. Yeah, yeah but, right. He doesn't yeah. care, right? Yeah. Yeah. But he says Gutierrez, right? Yeah. Anyway, yes, correct. Shark bait. By the way, let's plug uh, Shark Baits. What's the name of the gym? Shark Bait MMA and Jiu Jitsu out in Blue Springs, Missouri. Uh, coming to a local tournament near you. They're competing across the country in Brazilian jiu-jitsu competitions. Also got some fighters out there uh, on the local circuit. And also, actually, they've had a couple fights in uh, Florida and California and New York. So, um, yeah, maybe uh, coming to a town near you across this wonderful country. And I use wonderful very loosely. Uh Great friend of the show, uh, Shark Bait. Uh, miss that guy. I haven't talked to that guy in probably a decade now. It feels like it's been a long time. Um, anyway, he asked the question, is Okada top 25 of all time? And Tom's Tom's brain started burning, and he had to put pad to paper, and Tom's got a list. And we'll see if Okada is in the top 25 of all time. Yeah, and this, and this list, to be completely transparent with you, uh, I was not able to make it in numerical order. So this is just the top 25. It does not mean that if I read uh, 10, that 10 is actually the 10th best wrestler, in my opinion. Sean it's Spears. Just, uh, well, it's, it's a Sean, so we'll get to it. All right, I'll go uh, from 25 to 1, because, again, it doesn't really matter. But number 1 is actually probably number 1 as I get older. I'm starting to feel it more and more, but let's talk about it. So... Here we go. I will just rapid fire this. So 25, uh, Ricky Steamboat. And then I won't read the Mm. numbers. You'll just get it to when I get to number one. Okay. So 25, Ricky Steamboat. Then Kenny Omega, Macho Man, Bret Hart, John Cena, Taz, Mick Foley, Seth Rollins, MJF, AJ Styles, Rob Van Dam, Samoa Joe, Brian Danielson, Sting, Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels. That was 10. Hangman Adam Page, Eddie Kingston, The Rock. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, Dusty Rhodes, Bruiser Brody, Ric Flair, and number one, and this one actually might be my number one, Terry Funk. He ain't wearing no mouthpiece. So there you go. I uh, didn't hear Okada's name because he's not top 25. Justin Floor says easily top 25. He won't get the recognition he deserves from the WWE marks. Okay, hold on. I didn't name all WWE people there. Take someone out, Justin. Seth Rollins, better than Seth Rollins? (laughs) Name the promo. Name the promo. Because here's the other thing that people need to realize. And this isn't me attacking you because, again, pro wrestling is big enough for everyone to love their own thing. But in my opinion, pro wrestling has three facets. One, wrestling ability. Two, connection with the crowd. Because some people, for example, like Minoru Suzuki has a connection with the crowd because he's fucking awesome, right? But then three is promo. You gotta fucking mm-hmm. say something. No wrestler, to the best of my knowledge, has ever been the top of the top of the top, never cutting a promo. So tell me the promo that Okada's ever cut. And I will be completely transparent. I don't know his full catalog of when he started the feud with Tanahashi or Kenny Omega, but I've never been told you gotta get the translation of okada's promo with x or about the bullet club nothing no, he does the rainmaker which is fine fine but it ain't top 25 seth 
Seth Rollins turning on the shield puts him in the top 25 you know, and then everything else. I've never been a like a numbered list kind of a guy. I'm much more subscribed to the tiers kind of a thing, right? Like Ooh, if uh-huh. you tell me like you, you, you've, I've got like these guys are elite and can't be like must watch television and these people are amazing wrestlers, but blah, 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 this and this and that. Uh, listen, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know enough about Okada, like, to tell you, like, where he might rank 1 to 25, but I know that, like, he's never going enough up on those tiers that I have to go out of my way to make sure I watch him to make sure I know where to place him. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I haven't heard enough, like you're saying, that there's, like, these amazing promos, and he has this connection with the crowd, and he has great matches. I hear all the time he has wonderful matches with people in Japan. Wonderful. But if that's all he's doing... And listen, I understand part of the promo thing might be my language barrier, but that is what it is. So, like, I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not going to learn Japanese just for this. But again, I can tell you Japanese pro wrestlers that cut really fucking good promos. Anoki, Giant Baba. You know, we have people out there that have actually done it. Uh, Fucking Naito has good promos. Naito cuts better promos than Okada. So it's not like uh, 1 million percent because I'm just American who only knows one language. I've been told you got to watch the promo from international wrestler X. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, no, look, Okada's good. <laughs> Justin says, to be fair, Tom falls asleep in matches over 30 minutes, so he doesn't watch too many Okada matches. Do you, Justin, do you know how many fucking matches I've Tom seen in my life? Tom doesn't sleep? <laughs> yeah. I've got a fucking tumor in my shoulder. You think I'm sleeping? <laughs> sleep for shit i'm up all the time by the way if you're in kansas city come out to uh union station tomorrow they're gonna be uh doing a live hit with the today show and i'm gonna be on there nice. going, yeah 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 uh, you know they did ask if it's tiered where do you, uh, justin says if it's tiered where do you put okada i mean i i kind of as i said i can't because i don't watch i don't go out of my way to watch japanese wrestling hey hey I who don't am feel i bad about that not that not that justin floor has given me any shit about it not not saying that to him no. but like other people online do and it's like listen man that's cool if you have the time or that's your specific hobby i got other things i'm doing i'm just not gonna right if he's suddenly on somewhere i might rank him somewhere but from everything i hear he's not going to be on like your mjf levels right where it's like everything he does i feel like you got to go watch you know this kind of stuff or Shawn michaels in his prime like if we're doing all time right right? like yeah and that's what i was doing yeah and again another thing i said naito i'll even use another contemporary he ain't cutting better promos or have anything over nakamura not a god flipping thing not a thing go watch wrestle kingdom nine both of them were on that show you tell me who the fucking man is because it ain't okada Okay, and did you see Nakamura in the top 25? You didn't, and that guy is cool as shit. Now, that's another list I could do. Top 25 coolest wrestlers. Okada might get up there, because that Rainmaker thing, you know, when he stands there and all the fucking money falls on him. Okay, okay. But if Okada would have went to Attitude Era WWE, they would have turned him into a hillbilly and called him Okadoke. Well, he went to TNA and they made him uh, the Green uh, Hornet. Remember that? Fucking losers. Racist ass shit. TNA's back. (laughs) (laughs) With all the best parts without Samoa Joe and AJ Styles and all the wrestlers he actually liked. Yeah. Yeah. 
Just the name. Yeah, Same no, stuff that we were showing you last week, but just yeah. a new name. It's kind of, who would do that? Who would yeah. do that? What assholes? No. Would yeah, just what change assholes the would do name that? and do the exact same thing they were doing the previous week. All right, Tom. So we've established Okada's not in Tom's top 25 at least, but let us know what yours is. Send some emails, aewrapup at gmail.com, or hit us up on threads and tell us how great we are and how good we smell. Tom, before we get into AEW Dynamite, there is some you seem perplexed by the chat. What did, uh, hold on, because we're a little bit uh, ahead of you all. And so, like, when you're commenting, I, I don't mm-hmm. necessarily know. They, there were a they few would seconds have, ahead, yeah. Yeah, they would have did the same thing. What does this say? T-Mac did? They would have did the same thing TNA did. Oh, TNA did. Sorry. I think they're saying, the, yeah, yeah. The reactions on my side, because I'm not the admin, because you're on the admin, so I'm not. The reactions uh, always take off oh, they that block. last word. Yeah, yeah on, the, on the first sentence. It, so it, I, I saw a yes. T, and I was like, are you talking about me? I did nothing. Okay. Yeah, anyway, fun sorry. fact, YouTube, if you're watching, I know and I know you are, you put the reactions right over the the most recent comment. You can't yeah, see so part I of the most recent seen, comment and I'm like, on the chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, too. now Justin is just having silly fun time. Okay, we got a little Chef SLG Jared. guy. Yeah, we got a little SLG, little silly guy, uh, silly little guy <laughs> silly energy. Little guy. Okay, yeah, so uh-huh. we got silly little guy energy here, Jeff Jarrett. Uh, anyhow. He was just outside, just outside yeah. looking in. <laughs> yeah. I didn't tell you 26, did I? <laughs> 25 and a half, man. 25 and a half. Easy money on Jeff Jarrett. All right, but let's so get before into we it. get into... Before we get into All Elite Wrestling, some things might affect All Elite Wrestling, specifically with cable ratings moving forward. WWE is moving to Netflix Mm -hmm. in 2025. Netflix Mm -hmm. exclusively. And that's in the U.S. If you're outside the U.S., which I'm sure we have millions of viewers and listeners all around the world. Ash, for sure. It will be your home for everything, from what I'm going to understand. Like premium live events. Um... SmackDown, Raw, etc. So, interesting move. WWE Raw, in large part, was one of the largest things on cable TV, period. What does this mean moving forward? I would think, does this help All Elite Wrestling? Do some people not get Netflix and just drift to what's left? Or is this one of the, like, is this another nail in the coffin of the eventual death of cable TV here? Uh, So... Fair questions. I will just speak. So I am not good at predictive future, like that far in advance Mm -hmm. type of guessing. Just never been good at it. Yeah. I can only tell you. You said the Chiefs should keep Alex Smith and get rid of of Andy Reid. Yeah. And in fairness, we were the one seed. Not my best moment. Right. But love you, Patrick. Look at you. Now I got you up there on my wall. Uh, And I do love Patrick Mums. He is my sixth favorite chief um, currently. Not all time. Doesn't even make top 10. But uh, here's what I'll speak of to the current situation in U.S. Because, again, I also don't know international stuff like that. So I think it's a bad move in the short term for WWE. For AEW, this could be the time when you go, ha, 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 everyone can't watch WWE anymore. They can only watch us. You love wrestling, so come here, right? But this is what I know. I looked up some things before we started. The average income for a WWE fan is $54,300. The average income in America is 51000 So you're just a, a 
pubic hair above average, right? The other thing that I know, and this is why I do not have Netflix, is the current price, if you want no ads, which is typical, like if you're going to sign up, right? Why would you do ads? Is anywhere from $16 to $22 a month. So you're asking a family to go a little, that's a little bit above average to say, keep your cable. Because what we also found is that I think it, I don't have this one in front of me, but I believe it's over, it's close to two thirds are also sports fans that watch another sport, whether that be NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, tennis, whatever it is, right? So you're asking, let's just say me, if I'm that WWE fan, to keep my cable package because I'm going to watch the Chiefs, right? In this example, I'm going to keep Peacock because that's where the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania is, right? And then you're saying add anywhere from $16 to $22 a month when I'm barely paying for my brand new iPhone 15 or whatever it is, right? So I think if you don't have it, you ain't signing up for it. Oh, I agree. And honestly... You know, we've had it for a long time, but for a large portion of the last several years, it comes with the T-Mobile plan. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm not, you know, I I just get it. If if it ended, now, I haven't watched WWE in a long time, but if it ended, I for sure am not, like, going to make sure I maintain the subscription. You know what I mean? Like, because I felt like I've watched everything on it, and I'm not going to maintain it just for a weekly show that, Mm -hmm. guys, look, your decision on morality here, but pirating this stuff is easy if you got time to watch it. You know, like it, it's easy to find online. And the other thing with that is because I've also heard this argument is, you know, how when uh, I get when you go to Netflix again, I haven't had it in quite some time. But when you go to Netflix, it'll say like, are you interested in this show? Are you interested in this show? Here's our top right. 10 shows, right? The argument has been. Well, if you're a casual fan and you see Roman Reigns and you might think he's attractive, well, I'm going to start watching this show. Wow, I like pro wrestling again, right? Yeah. I would argue, much like politics with pro wrestling, you've made up your mind. There's not a ton of people going, what is this thing? <laughs> Did you? There's a pro wrestling show. Like, you pretty much know. Jeffrey Sills here in the chat says, uh, LMFAO, Tim advocating for pirates. I'm not advocating for pirates. I'm just saying pirating is easy. You know what I mean? Pirating is easy. And if these corporations are going to continue to squeeze you for every dime, then squeeze them back and Mm -hmm. say, I'm getting it for free, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you can't afford it and you need to know where it is, if you, you if you wanted to watch wrestling, or you anything. were to Google watch wrestling, I, I, you know what I mean? I, uh-huh. I just maybe, yeah, maybe something would, 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 would work out. <laughs> now, the other thing that Jeffrey Sills asks uh, here is he says, NXT is supposed to go to CW, so how does that affect this? The way I've understood this from the five to seven articles I've read about this is that SmackDown goes to USA, mm-hmm. NXT goes to CW, and then Raw goes to Netflix. So if you want to watch those three shows, two of them are on cable, one of them's on Netflix. So Fox just finally said this didn't work out, huh? Remember, because the reason they said they're not going to renew is they were not getting the ad dollar based on the programming that they were giving up. 
So they said for the money we're paying and for the amount of time that we're giving you on our right. channel, we're not getting the ad dollars. This back. is what this is well, what we said. Goes, hold on one second, but yeah, but that goes back to the income of the wrestling fan because the top tier and I'm making up yeah. sponsors here. Michelin star restaurants aren't going to advertise with SmackDown because yeah. those people don't go to those restaurants. So, and that's been a thing for a long time is that like pro wrestling can garner strong numbers in ratings. It's been shown several times that it can garner strong numbers, but what's been said about it is the advertisers still view it differently and want to pay less for it. And maybe it's that reason, right? Like maybe it is just that they see the return on it is less. Well, and the other thing that Fox said in their decision-making was, and now this part is something I've read from the Milters of the world, so I wouldn't take this as the gospel, but a part of the language with the contract with WWE and Fox was, if you, WWE, can guarantee 2 million viewers per week, Mm. we'll call this good. And right out of the jump, they did good. And then like two months in, it was dipping under two pretty consistently. Now, to their credit, they have been a little bit above that number recently. But I think that was after already the decision Fox made that we ain't in the WWE business anymore. So sucks for them. Um, So, yeah, uh, that's how I understand the deal to be is that two of them see, excuse me, NXT and uh smackdown on your cable providers usa network and cw netflix will be the home to monday night raw which nick khan said on pat mcafee show it might not be on mondays anymore well and here's the thing the longest running weekly episodic show in television is no longer on television (laughs) like what is that what we're saying well, Done yeah, and look, streak? they don't fucking care. I think SmackDown we'll talk- was third or something like that. So what yeah, does it but, matter? Like, yeah, yeah. But they don't fucking care. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no. they're, they're, they care more about the dollar than the user experience. They would rather say, we'll take the guaranteed $100 than make this user come back for the second show. They'll do that every single time. Um, but I bet you, Tim... Netflix, after this deal was announced. Oh, one other thing, a part of this Netflix news day that we should announce before we get into the other part is Dwayne Johnson, also known to us as (laughs) The Rock, has been named on the board of directors and also now owns his name or owns the name of The Rock. Uh, So that was a little bit of news. And he went everywhere with the board of directors of TKO, right? So TKO. Over both and uh, UFC. And And he already has business dealings with the UFC as he's the official shoe of the UFC. So anytime a fighter walks out, they're wearing Project Rock shirt uh, shoes. Right. Um, And he did a little media blitz with Ari Emanuel, who's also, well, I shouldn't say also, but he is kind of a scumbag. Um, And so they did some good PR because like you said off air, uh, I bet you they knew the news of today, which is. Well, Jeffrey Sill says, I thought the other part was Vince is a cuck. <laughs> well, let's talk about it a little bit. So in a follow up to 2022, the best sequel no one fucking wanted. <laughs> Vince McMahon 
has been filed another lawsuit for sexual misconduct and uh, essentially assault. And this one, we have a little bit more information. Sex trafficking. Well, sex, sex trafficking, trafficking as well. Is the tra- yes, yeah, yeah right, and sex yeah. trafficking as well. So yeah, a little more sinister uh, in that even. Right. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And also, we have a little bit more information as far as information on the alleged misconduct. Uh, there's text messages released, which who are there? Jeez. Yeah, which I'll say this: I, I've seen a lot on TV. I've been friends with people who like to see a lot of things on I get it. Yeah. No, I know. TV yeah, and I know. the internet. You know, yeah. I would not recommend mm-hmm. if you got like a sensitive soul, I would not recommend reading these uh text messages because they are brutal. I could not read them to my wife, right? Like I was like, oh. listen, I was like, this happened, this thing. I was like, I'm not gonna tell you what's in these text messages, but no, this stuff is intense. Well, because my wife and her family, because they're smart, they get all the New York Times and Wall Street Journal notifications and stuff. So they saw like, oh, did you see the Vince thing? And I saw it. And then I saw the text. And I was like, don't read any farther. Because it was like a little blurb. You know, it was like two yeah, paragraphs. Like, yeah. this is that. And I was like, do not read anymore. Uh, yeah, because no way. It's wretched. And so also, though, named in this lawsuit, although not by name, but they said the the plaintiff said that the person had UFC and WWE ties. So unless, and look, I'm not saying, but just one thing to consider, even though it's probably 100% not true. Ronda Rousey's the only other one who has UFC and WWE ties and Shayna Baszler, like those two women, but I think it was a male that we're talking about. And so that would be Brock Lesnar was also implicated in the sex trafficking portion of the lawsuit. Yes. Uh, well, and there's a Johnny involved, uh, in some of these text, uh, messages. Um, uh, I'm uh, presuming that's, I'm, I'm going to guess that's, you know, the major Johnny we all know that was right next to Vince at the time. Um, yeah. Whew. Very aggressive stuff for one. Right. Which again, I don't think should be a shock to anybody. Right. Well, yes. This, right. He, I know there was a lot of, protectors of him when the last thing came out and people were like Which well you know they we always go to the like this is just a girl who got upset and and changed her mind which you know there's something in guys that like they have to like it, it can't be true like it's still just not true like all the meets like everybody's still making it up it's all still right like something in that like there's still a lot of these guys out there and but now now we're getting this like he's a disgusting person now that we see some of like what he's been saying. But guys, how did you not figure that like even even if it's a consensual thing like that he wasn't this kind of guy, right? Like he's been projecting himself as that kind of aggressive sexual guy for a long time. A long fucking time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and you hope a little bit of sexual, uh, sexual, uh, separating the art from the artist, right? Hey, you would hope, you, you know, fr- turn it up to eleven. Can- they say, right? Sure. Well, yeah, but like, Prince can make a song about divorce, but his parents never got a divorce, right? So, like, it's not a real thing. You know what I mean? Things like that. Or you know, Jimi Hendrix wrote about a man shooting his wife because his wife cheated on him. Jimi Hendrix was never married. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you don't always say like because yeah. he did it, blah blah. So, right, there's that. My point of view So Justin this, Floor pointing out that Stephanie's old promo about being used for executives may have had uh, some truth to it. Um, you, you're yeah. saying that might be the same kind of situation? Might be like, um, oh, they're just making up a story that didn't really happen. 
No, that one might be a little bit more true. I'm just saying generally speaking. I'm just saying generally speaking. Conceptually, yeah. Yeah, The McMahon's, however. Yeah, yeah, Vince probably. But I'm just saying generally speaking. My biggest thing with this whole story that seems to never stop, apparently, is, you know, we got allegations from a female ref in 1986, I believe it was. So, like, this isn't new. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And... Here's what I will say again, everyone's it's a uh, psychology term. It's called Overton's window. Essentially. It just says your perspective on one thing could be different in this situation than on a different one. So like, doesn't mean you have to be pure 100% across the board because the uh, circumstances, nuance and all of that. Right. But I don't know why you motherfuckers had to see text messages to them be like, well, now it's it. Now I'm done. Fucking 2022, eight women came out, right? Was Am yeah. I correct? I believe it was seven or eight uh, women came out. It was a lot, yeah. On top of the thousands of things we've read in shoot interviews and allegations of other things too. So like, if it took you that, I'm going to kind of excuse you, but also maybe look yourself in the mirror because you sound like one of those bros who were like, but I bet you she just wants the money as if we have this long-standing history of women who sue public figures, just going smoothly, just swimmingly, right? A woman yeah. uh, accuses a uh, athlete or a public figure in this case, and everything just goes great for her. She never gets death threats or uh, pressured by outside uh, right. parties to stop the lawsuit. Yeah. Never happens. Yeah. Well, women just love the money. Be surprised to find that that money winds up usually not really materializing a lot either. Well, you know yeah, I mean? that's like, true. Even but if like, they, yeah. There's still that, but it, it just, again, I'm not trying to say, look, you should have been like me, but motherfuckers, maybe you should have been like me and fucking stop this shit. The last time we fucking heard all this bullshit. You know what I mean? So, and, I'm not saying you and, have to be like me, but if you give it a try, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. But the other thing that I'll say, and I've, I've kept a little bit of receipts. Now I'm not going to fucking air them out because I'll probably go to them personally, but there's some friendly internet friends that I have that I've ever not ever not actually met but been friends on uh social platforms like Twitter for multiple years who said well I'm fucking I'm not gonna let this shit slide in 2022 and then five months later well do you think Cody's gonna finish the story what do you got winning the rumble and you motherfuckers I'm doing it again this year now on threads because I got rid of Twitter I swear you motherfuckers that, well, I tell you what, this is the last straw for me in WWE. And Saturday night, you dipshits are like, how could, I'm shocked CM Punk eliminated Tony Rhodes. Think they're going to have a WrestleMania match? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't come, don't come fucking commenting on this podcast or following us on any fucking social media. Fuck you. You fucking two-faced because all you're doing there, all you're doing there is, where is everyone going? Oh, we're walking to the right. Oh, okay. I really want to stay over here to this party, but I guess we're all going over there. You, you have, you're a spineless cunt. That's what you are for doing that shit. So I'm watching. Ooh, I'm watching. And I'll, ooh. And here's the other thing. Don't ask me anything about the Rumble face-to-face. You want to ask me in the chat? I'll just ignore it. Tim can read it. I ain't going to answer. But if you fucking ask me in person, anyone, anyone. I'll fucking hit you so hard in the nose. I'll break your fucking nose. Not even kidding you. I got a tumor in my left shoulder, but I'm right-handed. I'll 
fucking throw this so hard in your face. Fuck the WWE. That's not a threat, by the way. That's just telling you what will happen. But fuck the WWE. You know, these people are going to be talking about Cody Rhodes not being able to finish the story in just a couple months' time. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't believe it. Like, why are they doing Roman and The Rock? Why are they doing... Or, 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 let's just say the fucking guy is going to wrestle the Roman Reigns or whatever. Oh, you think it happens now? They can't have him lose two times in a row. Because this is the part of the story that I was telling you off air about that I think people need to start hammering down. Because I am not trying to say anything concrete. I'm not saying anything concrete as far as like, well, obviously there's evidence because there's not from my point of view, from the things I've read. And again, I'm an outside person reading credible news sources telling us about this situation, right? But if we don't hold Triple H's feet to the fire this time around, what the fuck are we doing? Because the last time around, He's doing interviews with Pat McAfee and Ariel Hawani and all this other bullshit. And it's all Triple H. Now you're in control. Isn't this crazy? This has like been your dream the entire time. How the fuck did he get it? No one asked that question, right? This time around, you've got to say something. These, these bullshit pressers where they're like, hey, Roman, your hair look good tonight. Here to comment. Fuck you. Like, we have to hold Triple H accountable because he's in the inner circle and he's his fucking father or son-in-law. That's his father-in-law. Tell me that he doesn't know anything. You better fucking prove it because I don't think so. But again, I have no proof either. Justin Floor wants to know. He says, hey, Tom, you want to go to the office and watch the Rumble on Saturday? <laughs> You're going to have to punch him in the nose now. That's what you said. Yeah, I will. You said it wasn't punch a threat. right in the face. You said it wasn't a threat. Andrew Openshaw says it's not a threat. It's a promise. I think it's not a prediction. It's a spoiler that you're going to have to punch him in the face now. Yeah. And Jeffrey Sill says Brock Riddle <laughs> and Kane Velasquez, as far as UFC and WWE, Kane Velasquez, I think, was there after all of this stuff was being reported as going down. Riddle. Matt Riddle. Look, he's it wouldn't be shocked some, either. Yeah, yeah wouldn't be shocked he's had either. Some but questionable stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I believe in the reporting that I've seen that it that this plaintiff was used for contract negotiations. Right. And Riddle. So, yeah, that wasn't that. I don't believe. And Riddle's. Riddle's I say Riddle had some questionable things. Riddle's was always Riddle stuff that we found out about him was was not in a non consensual thing. It was, you know, I mean, amidst like a bad breakup and stuff like that, that stuff like mm-hmm. that came out. So Riddles was not, again, uh, from what we understood to be aggressive and like unwanted stuff, you know. Um, well, and, yeah. and, and the last thing that I'll bring up and then I'll let you kind of take over is uh, we, we spoke about this as well. I am not pink shaming anyone in this yeah, situation. Yeah. If, if whatever you read. If you feel attacked because you like that stuff, but you do it with consenting adults, then fuck those people attacking you, right? Do whatever you want with consenting adults. Fine. One million percent. Because what I'm afraid that's going to happen is more of the conversations go like, can you believe what Vince is into? Well, who fucking cares? He cares what he's into, right? Yeah. He was forcing yeah. someone to do something they didn't want to do. That's right. the issue, you know? Yeah. And then there's these countless things of, and it's even demonstrated in some of these messages, again, when it's specifically in these places, like where you have 
workplace power over these people and now you're like you know what i mean showing things unwillingly to you know uh uh to other coworkers and stuff like that like all shit that is got like is just all a non-starter right it's all a non-starter mm-hmm. and it just yeah know, that bad. would be one great question anyone who has the guts because it can be man or fem- uh, female so i don't care anyone who has the guts and really believes in journalist journalistic integrity your first question after the royal rumble should be triple h it was revealed that vince mcmahon was sharing these inappropriate images and videos with the yeah, how ring many did he share with you how many did he share with you if he's sharing it with the ring crew yeah care to comment and then yeah. just stay there how how many times did you hear reports of ring crew reporting that vince mcmahon had shown like because that ha- again that doesn't not happen those ring crew guys don't not go like holy shit guess what happened to me at work today so many people fucking heard about this kind of stuff yeah all the way up and down right so like again yeah. I, miss me with this like you know we're looking into these allocate fuck out of here well and that's another <laughs> thing that's just like just aggravating is because there are so many good people. I I truly believe that are on the roster for WWE. Sami Zayn, case in point, is someone who I think is a good human being. But now that the uh, now that the toothpaste is out of the tube, I don't know how you'd like back in it. Going to resign? Yeah, nope. No. Justin Flores says, how much you want to bet the PR team tells reporters not to mention it? Yeah, they're going to do it. In the moment somebody asks it, they're going to be escorted out of there. Um, good. But you know what then I mean? you're but a you good story. Uh, Jeffrey Sills says, how, uh, would not be shocked if he was on Epstein Island, which, I mean, of course not. Well, Again, yeah, he's a billionaire also, with power issues and, you know what I mean, connected yeah, to history media. Of like, yeah. yeah, but again, I mean, those are two different. Not those are two, two different, different things, but, of course. Yeah, right, but, yeah. yeah. Well, but I mean, they're, yeah. yeah unrelated instances here uh but right, yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah yep. and, all right so and, well go. to jeffrey or to justin floor's comment here yeah the pr team will say no no questions about that mm-hmm. do it do it for two reasons one you owe it to yourself as a journalist and then two if you are a fucking scumbag then you're gonna make a great story aren't you andrew openshaw you know? floats the idea they may just not have a presser after well they're gonna one. have one they're gonna have one, and this is should. I don't even care if it's fucking Survivor Series November twenty twenty five. Ask it, motherfuckers. Ask it. You can't. Th- someone has suicidal thoughts and uh, PTSD, and you guys are like, well, it's not timely because now Triple H is talking to us about Jay Uso becoming champion. Fuck you. We got Fuck Pete you. Dunn back, which, I mean, uh, that's cool. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a character thing. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. No, but I mean, the... like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I no, don't that's even care. it. That's I... like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't even fucking care if MJF shows up Saturday night at the Royal Rumble. If they do yeah. a fucking presser, this better be the first thing you ask. Oh, God. Wow. I hope he does. Oh, Jesus. All right. Let's actually talk about some All Elite Wrestling here on the All Elite Wrap-Up. Fuck Vince McMahon and everybody associated with him. That guy sucks. And we're going to talk about some fun stuff, which was All Elite Wrestling's AEW Dynamite last night. Tom, what are your initial thoughts? And then we'll go through it like we normally do. Thought uh, one of the rare instances where the crowd sucked. Thought they Mm. were thinking that they were at a funeral, which was weird. 
but the here's where AEW needs to start maybe doing something. I can't tell you a super strong storyline that we got going on, right? So Adam yeah. Copeland's still saying, Christian, I'm still coming after you, but that's fine, right? But we're not seeing Christian say anything about him, so I don't know. And I know that we got this Samoa Joe as champ, here's all these contenders, but we really haven't like, ah, right? Yeah, we haven't put him in peril much. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then like, what's the storyline? Now, Hook last week had a, I know it's January, but a match of the year contender, a very good match in the all-time ranks of AEW, but that's not really a story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I would say that. I would say we don't have a ton of great stories, but also the crowd sucked. But it was a fun episode. Yeah, here's the thing that they've done with that is the Samoa Joe story, like we said, again, it, it's multifaceted, which is what we were doing with the Devil storyline and, and the MJF, but it is just, it's multifaceted, but it's just three guys going, no, but it should be me. Right. And it's still that like, well, just because I want the title. Right. There's not a whole lot of like what's missing there is there is no cliffhanger ability. Right. There is no, you know what I mean? Wondering who done it. There is no what happens next here because we've already set the stage. These three guys want the title shot. Right. And only one of them is seemingly going to get it. So how do we resolve that? Right. Um, yeah. It's just. Again, not a bad episode. Not a bad episode at all. It just wasn't something I'm going to... Like, if they ever go to Max or if their new streaming partner or television partner puts it on a streaming service, I'm not going to be like, gotta watch the January 24th episode of AEW. You know what I mean? It's going to be like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so let's so, get yeah. into it. Last, last night... Uh, we had our opening sequence, and we had the champion come out. Samoa Joe, the king of this shit, walks out, and he says, hey, this old bullshit of you thinking you could just walk up to me and get a title shot, we ain't doing that anymore. You got to earn it. The rankings are coming back at the end of the month, which, let's take a quick pause, rankings are coming back. What do you think about that? I don't hate it. I think it, it feels realistic when you see it, right? Like, this is how you would do – I mean, it's on. It's kind of the way they do boxing in some ways, right? Like, you have sort of this ranking system uh, of people uh, – didn't the USC do that? Some extent, mm-hmm. too? You have, like, a ranking, mm-hmm. right? And and so that feels bullshit, right. but yeah. It, well, and so will this be, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I think, again, uh, what I would do is, yeah, like – you make it mysterious, right? A committee decides it and you never show the committee is or something or whatever, right? Like you just, right. And then you can build that into storyline somehow. Right. So I don't hate it. I just, I wouldn't go overboard and make sure you make it like it's the focus. Like I don't need to see the number next to the name every single damn time. Right. Like I just, you know, I think it's fine to have. I don't love it, but I saw a lot of positive response to the news so again pro wrestling's big enough if you love it great i don't necessarily think it's needed because again it's stories right we're telling don't feel it's needed correct i don't feel it's needed yeah now i will say if we do it and i had the pin and i could make one change i'm only doing top three the thing with the top five top ten all that stuff no just give me three give me the number one contender and two people after it just like right now we've got hook uh, Hangman Adam Page, Swerve Strickland. I don't need to know that fifth is Ricky Starks, right? Like that's not a person that's even in this storyline. So get him out, right? And then to the best, you know what? 
no, I guess three would be good because then you could do four-way matches, right? If all three of the contenders really think that they're the one, well, we can do a four-way match. But then if you got five, six, seven, eight, then it's just too much. So just do three. Just give me three. Well, I just wouldn't do it. I almost Well, I like, wouldn't do yeah, it either, I, but I'm saying like yeah. if you said we got them, bring them back, I would say the one change we're making, we're only doing three. Yeah. Well, and it's also weird because I that's always my question is if it's ranking, then is that by division? Because, again, like we have multiple titles, right? Like, Well, that's uh, also weird, right? Because if you're the number right? three contender for the international title, are you also the number three for yeah, the yeah. Continental Classic title? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I just wouldn't do it because it, it, it it's, it's fine. Like I said, it, it can appear to add some, you know, accoutrement of realism, but like, it feels like a lot to think about and have to work around and have to write about and have to keep track of and have to monitor when you should be thinking about some other things with the stories, right? Well, and details uh, isn't necessarily the strongest suit of AEW. Exactly now, right. st- details and storytelling, but details as far as like, what, we have six weeks? Like, oh, God dang, this is an eight-week story, right? It's like, eh, not the greatest at that. Right. Uh, but let's get back on track here. So, again, Joe talks about you got to earn your shot. And then music hits. See the bat cue or whatever we're calling it, the bat signal. And Hook uh-huh. walks out, says Hook. And Hook interrupts him. And he's like, hey, you won respect but i'm getting you and then someone was like get this bitch out of my fucking ring <laughs> it's a security take the yeah. uh, unworthy out of here <laughs> and and uh hook takes everyone out except for friend of the show flex zerba you see him he said hey, hey. Mm-hmm. and then hook mm-hmm. was like all right i see who you are i'm out i'm out yeah, I'm yeah. What did you think of Hook interrupting Samoa Joe? Uh, yeah, you don't mess with Tyrannosaurus Flex, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, interesting. I. It felt weird if we don't revisit more, right, of, of Hook and Samoa Joe, because then what was the point of it? Um, and, man, Hook's strong point is still not, Getting on the mic, right? So I, I don't know, man. I'm still a little. I think we should still find another way yet. Still, yeah. I think if you if you're gonna make them talk, you do those backstage in the streets of New York things, right? Those vignettes, do that. Because to me, the more he's on the mic in front of a crowd, the less mysterious and cool he gets. You know what I mean? Because one thing, even though Swerve will cut promos backstage and in the ring. He doesn't talk a ton, right? I can't think of 10-minute promo battles he's had other than that last one with Hangman Adam Page before the Texas Death Match. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. one of the reasons why he's the coolest guy in the room is because Prince Nana is doing all the, the, the window dressing, and he's just walking by it, right? So Hook needs a little bit of that where do all the window dressing and stuff like that because I do like the bat signal thing of, like, Hook's coming. Boop. Oh, shit. Yep. But then don't have them talk. Just get in and get out. What I would have done last night, to your point of you got to do something, because what was it all worth if, last week? Well, we saw Hangman. We saw Swerve compete. Maybe should have seen Hook. Because you know who I didn't need to see? No offense. Wardlow. But we'll get to that. Um, he ain't Ugh. it. Uh, but our first We're matchup. We're going to get to that, aren't we? 
Yeah, we are. We just drive by it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But our first matchup was a banger of two originals. It was Hangman Adam Page taking on Pinta El Zero Miedo Zero Fear. Uh, Hopefully, we don't see that on Sunday, if you know what I'm saying. George Kittle. Hopefully, you don't catch anything because I would like the Lions and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Because, side note, going back to it, I would like the Lions and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl for two reasons. One, to piss off everyone to have Taylor Swift and Eminem shown every five seconds and then yes. two i think it would also just be fun to say the first game of the year was chiefs lions and the last game of the year is chiefs lions yeah. i think that'd be a good bookend but anyhow but the other reason that you brought up and the reason that i really co-sign with is because it'll be detroit's first super bowl oh yeah and the chiefs and could just railroad them and just <laughs> them. oh my god oh my <laughs> Oh, God, I hope we don't lose the Baltimore next week. All right. (laughs) But again, hey, my Super Bowl was won when we ended Buffalo season, so I'm good. This is all icing on the cake, you know what I mean? I've got enough, like, yeah, warm fuzzies to last me the next season off that one. To watch watch those fans being like, son of a man, again. Like, did we finally break them? I mean, four Super Bowls losing in a row, you thought would have broke a franchise, but jeez. Yeah, I don't need to need to wear I don't need to wear a coat or a hoodie the rest of winter because I got all the warm and fuzzies from seeing those Bills yeah. fans cry. It was great. Yeah. I'm not wearing great. pants right now, you know. <laughs> you can't see below my waist. All right. But we get Hangman and Pinta here, and they're going back and forth. We get a dead eye and then a buckshot to finish up old Pinta, and Hangman gets the victory. So what'd you think of the match? What'd you think of Fallout? That hangman TA mustache, man, is in full effect. I'm just still mesmerized. And yes, man, what a match between these two, right? This is kind of what you said. It's two originals. It felt old school. And just hangman always just makes it feel like it's, I don't know how to, how to say this. I don't want to say like that it's just a fight, but it feels like a party and a fight. Every time mm-hmm. he's there, is that a good mm-hmm. way to say that? And mm-hmm. Penta fits right into that, right? Like, mm-hmm. it feels like these are two guys who are just like happy to be like, we're fighting now. Isn't this great? And I yeah. love it. Yeah. I agree. I will say, I feel like we need to see some Penta wins. Penta seems like the guy, especially for the main event picture, where if you need someone to look strong, swerve, hangman, you know. Adam Cole, whoever it is, well, Penta will give them a good match and then they'll win. Because I can't count too many times on my hand how many singles victories I've seen on Dynamite from Penta. Andrew Openshaw also points out we did get the line from Hangman of New Year, New Me, dumbass. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to get to that. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, So then, yeah, we go backstage and we find out Orange Cassidy's down to defend his international title against Roderick Strong at Revolution, but that's like six weeks away. So I still want to fight now. So there's going to be a match on Rampage, uh, a four-way match to determine who will face him at Collision on Saturday night, which I would say again, watch Collision, not the Royal Rumble. Um, And then we get some fun. The freshly squeezed four-way. That's what they call that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) great. great is that? (laughs) Uh, Then we say backstage and the Young Bucks show up. And they like the short, the show format. And then they say, call us by our uh, passport names, Nicholas and Matthew, which is a great line. I will say that's a yeah. great line. Call yeah. us by our uh-huh. passport names. Yeah. Uh, they say backstage morale is up. 
uh, they see Top Flight and they say, why are you guys just getting here? And Top Flight is kind of like, you realize you're also late. Like you yeah, also like you just, just got, got here. here. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we've been here. <laughs> yeah. And th- again, inside jokes, Vince McMahon is a dumb fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so look, it, this was fun. Even if you knew nothing about what they were making fun of, right on its face, yeah. this was a very funny segment. So credit to the young bucks for being yeah. just, pricks. well, I like at the end too, where he was like, killing this <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Like, we're, we're doing this awesome doing this. yeah yeah uh all right so then we get back into the ring here and we get trent beretta taking on wardlow and wardlow wins next up we get adam copeland says he's oh you want to talk about it okay <laughs> well what is the undisputed era again like i Mm-mm. why are they just sitting there ringside just climbing undisputed like, kingdom Undisputed, oh, Kingdom. Undisputed Kingdom. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I, I don't hate the idea of like wrestlers coming down with their posse and that's ringside because that, again, also had some realism. You have cornermen, you have things like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. and that will allow for ways to tell stories and, and fuck with things. But like, that's not what happened here. One of them just sat on a chair while the rest of them just stood there and went, ha, 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 the whole goddamn time. Like, what is this? Uh, yeah. What, they, how did uh, we. How did we have one of the best story lines in wrestling history deliver the wettest fart of a group that is doing absolutely nothing? How did those two things happen? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. The, the one thing that I will say that I, I liked in this Wardlow match, unlike others, is Trent got some offense in. So many times it's 10 power bombs. From Wardlow, doesn't the other guy look like a piece of shit? I'm flexing and I'm out of here. At least Trent was like, no, I got some offense. Check out this move. Check out that move. And Wardlow, to his credit, was like, motherfucker, where'd that come from? But he still prevailed. So I liked I liked the There's story that. it told. But because here's my thing. To your point, I get it. Uh, Adam Page is legitimately hurt with an ankle injury. So like sitting in a chair is the only thing he can do. Adam Cole. But mm-hmm. what did I say? Adam Page. Sorry. Adam Page, Cole. Yeah. 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 Adam Cole. Uh, Adam Cole has to sit in the chair. I understand that. Right. However, the other guys don't. And if you're just standing there, just like the best friends are doing on the other side. Well, if I don't know shit about fuck, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Cause you both are doing the same fucking things. This is where, Run around the ring, da 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 da, do 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 do, you know, do all the fuck. We'll, we'll get to it in a little bit, but Prince not on his group was even fucking around with the a claim that the the gangbang gang had to come down and stop him, right? But like you guys are the biggest heels in in the company, and you're just standing there with your ass up, you know, your hand up your asshole, like what the fuck? Which if you're getting if you're into it, I don't care, but just what the hell, do something. Uh, Andrew Openshaw talking about the Bucks has a an idea that they uh should mess with top flight long-term. They should just keep messing with them. And every time they want to try to get a shot, they keep like denying top flight. And then finally top flight can overcome them on that. All right. Just keep like ignore them, refuse them, et cetera. Like that could, that could work out. I like that idea. Especially if it's subtle to where it builds to a point, right? If it's always, Hey guys, yeah, they're doing everybody, but like they always seem to extra, just kind of throw a yeah. few extra barbs at top flight where they're like, are you keeping us down? motherfucker?" <laughs> yeah. Like if they were to yeah. read, right. So they have their sheet of paper. They're like, uh, Orange Cassidy, you were 15 minutes late. You're going to be fine. Brian Danielson, uh, you did not show up to a media day. You're going to be fine. Top flight. 
you were given 10 minutes and you went 10 minutes and 30 seconds. So of uh, the three of them that uh, you all will be fine the most. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah like you find the, yeah, you're like, yeah, you're like Brian Danielson. You miss a media day. You're fine. 20,000. Uh, yeah. you know, you showed up 15 minutes late. You're fine. 25,000, uh, top flight. You guys went 30 seconds long on your 10 minute match. You were fine. $567,229. And then you go to the next one who was like, you were an hour and a half late. You're fine. $12,000. Right? Like just keep moving on. Be like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then like, <laughs> Kenny Omega, uh, you forgot to show up to Rampage. You're fine. And then I keep going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's always their friends like, Kenny Omega. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like, and then Samoa Joe, you were late. And they're and he like, just fucking fucking. They're like, nope, you weren't. It's wrong. No, no. <laughs> it's kind of wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that was Joe. No, Joe. we read that wrong. That was Sean Spears. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. like, what? Name I've been here people. all day. They're like, no, you're fired. No, 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 no. Name people who are no longer with the company. Oh, no, that's that true. Yeah, right. Oh, no, that was uh, Andrade El Idolo. <laughs> <laughs> that was El Idolo. Uh, like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, shit, he's uh, gone. Uh, Fuck. Yeah, all right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's get back uh, on track here. Adam Copeland cuts the promo saying he's ready for Suzuki, and we find out he is. Uh, and then we get a face-to-face interview, which was aesthetically... Probably the coolest fucking thing AEW's ever done. We get Deanna Perrazzo and Tony Storm on the stage with Renee Paquette. However, fucking, look, I give a lot of shit to their production team. Yeah. Deservingly mm-hmm. so. But this was a Grand Slam home run, A+, plus, whatever you want to fucking call it. To have the two of them, but half of it's in black and white and the other half is in without color. the bar. Even normally when you get a split screen, yeah. you get a bar and this was just yeah. right on. This was done very well. Mm-hmm. Cause who was separating was Renee Paquette. She was in half black right. and white and half color. Yeah. Perfect. Perfectly done. And then the promo started. Look, yeah. I, again, for anyone new who's listening or joining us on uh, YouTube, thank you so much. Uh, I have told you in the past, and again, for anyone new, I'll tell you now. Uh, I don't know who Diana De- Perazzo is. I knew of the name. I knew that she was in Impact, TNA, whatever. Uh, but I've never seen her cut a promo, wrestle a match, anything like that. So far, man, this is... Because well, here's the thing. It's good. It's good. She is very, very good if Britt Baker didn't exist. Everything about the cadence of her promo, the presentation with the arms, the I'm so fucking great, don't you know it, is all Britt Baker. And to me, and maybe this is my bias, Britt Baker does it better. So, like, I'm not bought in. Yeah. And and they have tattoos together. Did you know that? Two women got matching tattoos. So I'm not bought in for the same reasons, right? I, I think fine, right? Like, again, fine, right? Better than average, especially in AEW, right? Better than average, and we'll do fine. Um, I hadn't put the two and two together with the Britt Baker that you had, but now that I see it, I probably won't unsee that, you know? Yeah. Um, but to me, stand alone, even if you didn't know Britt Baker watching that, again, this just felt weird. Like I, I get her saying like, no, I knew you from before. And she's like, no, you didn't. But 
okay, so if you have one lady who's delusional and thinks she's an old-timey person, then that's fine, I guess. But, like, yeah, the tattoos thing would work if, again, this goes back to the production thing. The camera angle on the first one was shit, and I couldn't tell what it was. And so, though you showed me she had a tattoo, I didn't necessarily saw that they matched. I kind of saw that they matched. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't work so well, right? didn't hit, right? Yeah, I caught it more on the nonverbals of Tony Storm kind of conceding, yeah, you got me. Yep, that is like that was the exactly. only reason. Because yeah, I didn't catch what the I don't like, even I still don't it. even know what the fucking tattoo is. You had mentioned you knew each other and you guys had like had history, but like you didn't say like we were so damn close that I got the tattoo. You just were like, but also this mm-hmm. and then I'm left to infer that that means you were that close. which I okay, right, but like I don't know. You say we were that close. Tony Storm's like, no, we weren't. Yes, we were. No, we weren't. Yes, we were. Explain this. What's on your goddamn ankle? And then, uh, right, like, have her kind of perplexed with that, right? Well, yeah, and that may have even been the better route. Again, hindsight's always 20-20. But if you say, Tony, then what's on your ankle? And you force her to show, right? shit, this is on my ankle. And then you say, I've got that too. Right, and then you go, oh, and that's a little bit better than I've got it. And then Tony Storm has to like, because again, Tony Storm could have just been like, I don't give a fuck. You ain't ever gonna see my ankle. Yeah, fuck I don't you. know what that like, is. Have, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she didn't have. Yeah, she could have like hit hers and been like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that would have been maybe even more fun. She'd be like, Luther, um, come here, cover my ankle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, stand in front of my ankles, please. Uh, which, by the way, I sent this to you. I did not know it in the uh, in the moment because I don't. I didn't know. Oh term. my god! Yeah. But when yeah, she's please mentioning share this, this with us. <laughs> yeah, this this fucking let me find it real quick. This uh new, new massage, is that what you said? Nuru uh, massage, which is apparently so when great. the masseuse Yeah, I didn't know this person, either. I didn't yeah, know this either. When the masseuse and the person getting the massage are both fully naked and lying against each other with jelly, not like grape jelly, jelly between like, the two of them. Like uh like uh, what's the uh, um, when they look at babies? Like what's the uh, the sonogram jelly? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes. And so, like, bro, what? Like, it's and what? she's mentioned it twice now. Yeah, the little details that she finds to throw into things, and the little fun little jabs, the little quasi pushing the envelope things are punch you in the box. Just the fucking yeah, that that stuff is chef's kiss for me. Uh, yeah, what was the one where she was like, where she thought the camera had already cut to break, where she was like, slap her in the titty or something? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And then in this one, she also gets in one of her uh, signatures here, where uh, after the uh, you know ankle tattoos are reviewed or revealed, Tony Storm says, "Well, I don't know what to do now, so I'm gonna throw my fucking shoe," and she threw, throws her shoe at her. Yeah. Diana to her credit. Throws her shoe right back at her. And then we get a little shoe fight. And then we get a little fist fight. Mm-hmm. Deanna Prazo holds up the belt. Yeah. Okay. We got a match. Hey, maybe this match will be a banger and, and all will be well. I'll tell you this much. And this is, again, just me being me. Uh, I don't know who I'm going to pick yet, but I definitely know who I want to win. And that's Tony Storm. If Deanna Prazo takes this because she's known her forever and that's what got her the win. Nope. Here's the only thing I could say. Only if be- it's something that Tony gets back quickly, right? Like bouncing it back and forth maybe, but. Or yeah. 
or we say Mariah May, because we got six weeks. Mariah May has reached her boiling point. She cost her the title. Then we get Tony Storm, Mariah May, which doesn't necessarily need a title. And then Deanna Perrazzo can get... But the Tony Stone character works way better with the title, I feel like, right? Chasing the title as this character feels weird because she's supposed to be somewhat out of her mind, right? So having a goal that you're measured and and really disciplined Mm -hmm. at getting, unless unless she's chasing the title and by happenstance without her realizing her Keystone cops, Luther and Mariah May, are the ones who are actually helping her win and she doesn't realize it, right? Like her back's turning, they're the ones giving the ovarian delight to somebody, right? The thing that I've thought is as soon as she loses, that's the end of timeless Tony storm. She needs to be the type of person where kind of like broken Matt Hardy, but to a more extreme state where every time she loses the title, it's a different version of Tony storm that we see. So let's say I thought about this. It doesn't have to be this. It was just some, a thought I had, but let's say she's doing timeless Tony storm, right? She loses the title. Let's say it's straight up. Mariah may doesn't cost her this championship. And then she instantly goes into like 80s fitness instructor where she's like doing, hey, ladies, this is what we need to do. One and two, like one of those kind of characters. That's the next version of Tony Storm we see. You know, every time it's something different. That could be great. And Andrew Openshaw, he he says they have in the chat here, he says they have a ready-made story ready whenever she drops the title of her spiraling again. So, yeah, every time she loses the major thing of the title, she spirals out of control and she resurfaces you know it's what I mean? In this new thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You could do you could do 80s fitness instructor. You could do hippie female, at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could do a hippie. You could do female preacher. Because we've never seen that, right? We saw brother uh, love. True. Let's do sister love. Now again, you can't call it sister love, but yeah, closest we got was the um Jackie and the um society, right? The uh Yeah. Uh, right to censor, right? Right yeah. to censor, yeah. 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 Um yeah. Ivory. It was Ivory. Oh, it was Ivory. That's right. Ivory, yes. Yeah, right. Ivory mm-hmm. was in the right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be fun. Do those things. That's what I would like. But all right, let's keep it going. Uh, we go backstage after this. John Moxley just cuts one of the most believable promos you're ever going to see. And just like, hey, you know how many matches we win? All of them. You know how many parties we have? None. Because we're going to kick it ass. It was, but it was kind of like, okay, but why? <laughs> like, what, what? There was no like, and this Sunday I'm going to be steve's ass right it was well, so like, i don't know <laughs> i think that was more for the if we're peeking behind the curtain breaking kayfabe for a second mm-hmm. i think that was more for the crowd there because rampage he's the main event so i think it was right. i'm yeah, gonna yeah, kick okay. ass oh you're wrestling tonight then i'll stay that's my hope i think um but yeah he it cuts was, that promo and then probably in arena they were like rampage tonight moxley versus you know which they do we've been to enough shows yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. floor seats uh floor which seats because we're ballers we'll yeah yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, they'll say the Rampage main event tonight is this person versus that person. Yeah, so that's what I thought. But it was also just very believable. It was like, fuck, I don't want to wrestle that guy. Like, he's going to kill me. Like, yeah. So I like it. Moxley's awesome. More Moxley. I think we need to turn up the Moxley volume back up. Get him in that main event picture again. Uh, what do we have next up here? Oh, Taya Valkyrie. She took up some TV time. Um <laughs> Look, I Johnny know TV. Johnny TV works here, I guess, still. But like, does he? Like, why? Why was? It, why were they on TV all of a sudden? I get. So I, I get it's a. We're gonna have a match with Diana. I get what she said. Like, you're trying to cut the line. Like, you act like nobody knows you. Like, I know you. Like, I'm gonna beat yeah. your ass. So 
that's fine. And look, hey, Johnny TV is what he is. I think we know, like, he is a character and he nails it, right? Like, he nails the character of what he is, right? The dork who's like, you know what I mean? And like, well, the, like, exactly. It's everything he is, right? That's what I say. Do you think it's a character? <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, it, it's, it is what it is, right? It's, it, he nails himself really well, right? If she, I know they're married in real life, right? So, or together in real life. So, like, if, if she's going to be the same thing, then again, we talked about this. Like, we don't always have to have this, like, the men against the men and the women against the women, right? If we get an obnoxious, like, Ms. Morrison style oh, yeah. with Johnny TV and, and Ty Valkyrie, maybe it could be good. He nails himself. Look at the man. He yeah. plays with himself. <laughs> yeah. Brother smacks himself then. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought of. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> oh, that was great. That was great. All right. Uh, then we get another matchup of go in ring. We get Swerve Strickland versus the ageless one, Jeff Hardy, which credit to Jeff Hardy. He looked the best he has. Who would have thought? Yeah. Who had Jeff Hardy throws a banger out on their bingo card, right? Yeah. This is crazy. Swerve Strickland gave him everything he could handle and more picks up the victory, but we got, uh, poetry in motion. I think, uh, on the outside, we got a twist of fate on some stairs. I mean, we got everything here. These two guys really brought it. I was really, uh, uh, having a lot of fun with this matchup. What'd you think? Same thing. I was just kind of surprised. I was like, man, Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy. It felt like that Toby Keith song where it was like, not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once <laughs> as I ever as was. I ever it was, was like, yeah. guys, don't book me in anything for three weeks. And I got this tonight and we're going all out. Well, one thing that I've paid attention to watching uh, AWTV is on Rampage, they did a rematch with Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy. Darby Allen picks up the mm. victory, and Darby was like, hey, man, good match. And Jeff Hardy's like, the fuck am I shaking your hand for? And just left. So maybe, be me. well, maybe we're getting a little heel Hardys. Wouldn't hate it. Dude, I would love to see Jeff Hardy going after Darby being like, you just, you're just trying to be us, right? Like, you're, you're just trying to be everything we were. You're a chump. You suck. And I'm going to prove it. Right. And then they just yeah. do uh, who can throw themselves off the tallest thing a mania. You know, what would be fun with that is that's a really original idea. If you spin it this way, Darby is like, dude, we're, we're fine. And Jeff's like, no, we're not. You're trying to do everything I'm doing. And Darby's like, yeah, I think you're one of my idols. Yeah, yeah, you're right, like, well, yeah. then stop. I could be so lucky. Right. And Jeff's like, yeah. no, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. And Darby's like, hey, man, I'm going to leave. And then, like, Darby does a match. Like, and let's you want some cash? Like, I'll give you 50 bucks. And like, fuck yeah. <laughs> but then the fun part, yes, that would be fun. But then some more fun that you could do is, Dar- let's say Darby does just a high-risk maneuver, right, off the top rope. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy just gets a microphone from the stage. He's like, that's mine. I did it first. Yeah, I did that. Like, yeah. Another example. Another <laughs> example. Yeah, he's like slowly losing his shit. Yeah. Pulling his hair out. You can even have Matt out there be like, dude, calm down, man. Like, no, what's wrong? No, yeah. it, it's bullshit. He's even doing yeah. your moves. And Matt's like, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a compliment. Know, brother, no. We have bullshit. a school. We train these kids. <laughs> Stupid. And he's small. Yeah, but we didn't train him. He fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But we didn't train him. He's small. No one likes small. He half of his goddamn face. I spent hours painting my own fucking face. <laughs> he's trying it's to be okay. mean and he does it worse <laughs> yes and Dar- yeah the entire time's like darby's like i'm we're fu- yeah man totally okay then i'll I stop painting it. you want me to stop it yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he- and he's like no he's like elbows Bullshit. him in the face he's like fuck you 
fucking dumb and you know it's dumb yeah that'd be perfect that'd be a great great gimmick that would be so fun gosh we need to work for tony i mean call us we'll talk we got some we got some good ideas uh after the match this is when we get the hangman in uh interview backstage interview and this is when swerve strickland interviews hangman and we get the hangman line of new year new me dumbass because one thing that was mentioned was hey hangman's three and oh now in 2024 and swerve says who's the last guy to beat you Mm. who's the last guy Hmm? who is it and then that's when it's the new year new me dumbass I'm great line. Look, great yeah. line. Anytime somebody got one over on you near the end of a year, you can like yeah. the thing be like, new yeah. year, new me, dumbass. <laughs> that don't count. Say, it was last yeah. year. Yeah. You know, it was like, you made this inter, you made this meeting in November. I don't yeah. care. I missed it. New year, new me, yeah. dumbass. You knew me, Not dumbass. Doing that shit. <laughs> like that. So it looks like we're getting next week a fun stipulation where Hangman gets to pick Swerve's opponent. Swerve gets to pick Hangman's opponent. So let's have some fun. You play each role. If you're Swerve, who are you picking for? Hangman, Adam, Page. So it's got to be somebody he can beat, right? But it's got to be somebody that seems like a challenge to beat. I'd do Suzuki. (laughs) <laughs> i do something like that if i can't then i'm gonna find a big guy right i'm gonna throw out like a hobbs or a cage mm-hmm. or something right and do that probably um reverse hangman to swerve well keith lee's out that's who i was gonna say for yeah but yeah. that's out yep but i don't know who in that stead um has anybody gotten over on swerve recently like that that has one over on him recently i don't know yeah, I don't know. You got somebody in mind? Who would you do for Hangman? Yes. This yes, I do. So this is who I'm picking mm. for Hank. This is who, if I was Hangman, this is who I'm picking to fight Swift. Yeah. Darby Allen. Darby Allen. Both Seattle guys, both have history, both have beat and lost to each other. Totally makes sense. Now, this is what the important thing is. Swerve is like, you motherfucker. Oh, look at that. Swerve is like, you motherfucker. You know me and Darby have history, and you're an asshole for doing that. So I did have someone pick for you, Hangman, but I scratched that. Now I got an opponent for you in tonight's main event. It's Hangman Adam Page versus John Moxley. Suck it. And just walks off. Nice. Huh? Oh, and then we just get a rekindling of just... Just oh, and have Moxley pissed off about something that night already, right? Mm-hmm. Like somebody fucking broke his car window or something, right? And it was probably Swerve just to try to get him angry, right? Like, yes, yes. Jeffrey Sills mentioned Takeshita and Roosh as some options for uh, probably some somebody like uh, that, like I was thinking, right? Throw somebody out there mm-hmm. that's hard hitting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, you know I like that idea though. Yeah. Well, let's run with that idea just a little bit. So, in the first match. Hangman comes out and is like, hey, Swerve, I know the perfect person. It's going to be Darby Allen, which is a good opponent, but yeah, Darby can great. lose that mm-hmm. and be fine, right? And you could even have the Young Bucks cost Darby the match, right? So Darby doesn't look stupid losing the match, right? And then you do the promo backstage where Swerve is talking to Hangman and Swerve says all the same things. But to your point, before Swerve, or excuse me, before, um, yeah, before Swerve can even say John Moxley, 
Moxley walks in and pushes Swerve to the side and is like, did you do this? Did you do this? Huh? Was this you? Did you do this to my car? And Hangman's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Swerve's like, you're fighting him tonight and just walks off. And Moxley's like, I'm going to make you pay for that. And then Hangman can look at Renee. He's like, I did nothing to your husband. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. Maybe you did. Like, that'd just be a fun little promo. Love it. Love it. Yeah, no, now, I, I think that would be great. <laughs> now, the fun part here, not fun part, but what I would think is crucial is you have Hangman win. But very similar to Darby lost the match because the Young Bucks got in, interfered. I kickstart something with Moxley out of this match. You can't just have Moxley lose and then Moxley lost. Oh, now we're going to say he's going to beat up the next person. No, someone's got to come out of the shadows and be like, Moxley, keep calling yourself the ace of this world or all that bullshit. I'm fucking you up and I'm getting your attention. You're losing to your hangman. And then, you know, whoever that is, Ricky Starks would be a great idea. That's what I would pick, but. Not bad. Not bad at all. He's a tag Not champion. He's a tag champion. So who knows? True, who knows? true, 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 true. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. We'll see. Uh, next up, we go to the Fury. ring. You want to end this call? <laughs> You're like, I'm going to hang up right now. <laughs> it's going to be the all eat wrap up with Tim. Bye <laughs> bye. <laughs> Uh, all right, we go in the ring and we get some women's action. Red Velvet stirred up, taking on Rosa. No, they're doing something smart there. They're putting one more match in. It's close. Four right before the main. We see you, Tony. We see what you're doing. Um, That one Excel sheet. You just flip one cell up. Yeah, I see what you did. Yep. Uh, but it's Red Velvet, Thunder Rosa. Not the longest match, not the cleanest match, but I actually like that. Look, I'm wearing a T-shirt of Bruiser Brody right here. Go watch mm-hmm. a Bruiser Brody match. None of that shit is clean. It's wild. No. It's hectic. It's crazy. It's fun. Not to say it had the crazy fun part of that, but it wasn't the cleanest thing, which made it a little bit more believable to me. Um, and we get Thunder Rosa wins with the Tijuana bomb and gets the pin. What'd you think of the two women locking horns here on dynamite? Yeah. I, same thing. Right. I was like, okay, it was fine. I just, I don't know why we were here or what we're doing with it. Right. So it just kind of felt like it was a good exhibition. Right. Yeah. I think we're trying to build up thunder Rosa back to like, Hey, she has got credible wins. Cause then we're going to probably try to do something. now what that is, I don't know yet. Uh, but that's my guess. I think that train may have left. I don't know. Look, she's crazy. She went through thumbtacks and, you know, have because you know who I would hook her horns with sooner rather than later. We got a promo for it. I don't know if I have it in the right order here, but we got a promo for the returning, I believe, on Collision this Saturday, Serena Deeb. Serena oh, yes, Deeb. Right. Serena Thunder Deeb Rosa. is coming back. Run that shit back that they did with the NWA title on on Dynamite. Remember that back in the day when yes. they were both new to the promotion. Run that shit back again. A lot about Serena Deeb and early AEW just beating yeah. the fuck out of people, and I loved every minute of it. And I'm excited. And, and who could give it right back to her? Thunder Rosa. You she know what just I mean? Did it with such an anger that I was just like, "Yeah, I resonate with this. I understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I feel this. 
Get yeah, this. I I think she's great, and I think Thunder Just Rosa an annoyed has... anger, right? Like she was like, "God damn it, here I have to scratch another person's fucking leg off of their face, making me do this." And to Thunder Rosa's credit, she has that like, "This is what I've always done my entire life." You think I'm going to try try to be a fucking dentist like Britt Baker? Or you think I'm going to go be an architect? Fuck that! I fight. Like it's not like the anger like you're describing because that is true. Yeah, Serena yeah, Deeb does right. this like, why do I have to fucking? Why did you kick out, yeah. asshole? Like, yeah, right. Yeah, you know. Now I've got to break your face. Yeah, where Thunder Rose is just like, yeah, this is where I live. I might as well get a mm-hmm. pillow and sleep here because this is where I'm at twenty four seven. Let's lean know? into that. She needs to be like, listen, man, I I tried to do your announcing thing. I can't. That doesn't scratch the itch, man. I got to get my fix, and I got to bloody her face to do it. Mm-hmm. So sign the match. I'm doing it. Yeah. And I would recall that early NWA match, you know, for the NWA women's championship, but it was in uh, AEW. But they're like, yeah, no, we haven't forgot about each other. You know, we're, we're, we're here just like Tom and Jerry going to fight till the ends of time. And so next week we got a match. You know what I mean? That's what I would do, but we'll see. Um, You know what, Tim? Here's something I would make a change to last night's episode. I said, well, why do we have to have Wardlow's match? It's good to have the Undisputed Kingdom to make sure, hey, not out of sight, out of mind, right? I would potentially get rid of this segment, and we stay in the ring, but we get a promo segment, and it's Darby Allen and Sting. Yeah. What the fuck was this? Now, if you're saying for the live crowd, we want to make sure that they see Sting, do it during a break in the commercial break yeah yeah do it during the break because this was a lot of nothing darby says a great part of this promo hey i told you you still have it and you still do yada yada all the fun stuff and then sting's just like yeah basically and then he's like you want to get these tag titles and sting's like yeah (laughs) again how can that be sting like why wouldn't he be more like, oh, well, hey, listen, man, I'm on this, like, my final match run kind of thing. Been having some plans, so I don't really have time for that. Thanks. But, like, maybe don't bring that up to me right in front of everybody. Like, right <laughs> maybe I wouldn't have to put you there. But we can't do that, right? We can't give him the uh, the answering no to the marriage proposal, right? So, like, what what do you do here? Maybe well, that could spark. Totally... Huh? <laughs> yeah. That Did could say... spark a feud well, between yeah. them, yeah. Now, I will say the one thing, though, that I did see during this that I guess is fun or whatever is you saw Matthew and Nicholas backstage with their headset on and like, this is a bad shot. Take it off. okay, but like that wasn't worth them going in the ring to do this. You know what I mean? Here you go, Tim. I'll 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 take exactly what you said and we can make it work. This is what you do. Darby and Sting are backstage with Renee Paquette. Darby says all the same shit. Renee takes the microphone from Darby to Sting. Sting's like, hey, what if I'm a title holder after my retirement match? Like that, I don't want to yeah. do that. Listen, I don't want to mess I up. I love you, it. Darby. But... Yeah. yeah. And then you have Big Bill and Ricky Starks off screen making chicken noises, right? Because an old man will always get triggered by chicken noises. And they're like, oh, Always. he's so afraid. Yeah. You do that to me so. now, I'm going to be like, bitch, you fucking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you just do the, oh, he's so afraid. Look at old Sting. He can't handle it. And then Sting takes the mic back from Renee. And he's like, you know what? We're in. And then Ricky and Big Bill are like, great. 
Ricky's been wanting to end your career since you got here. Cause that's essentially what he says, right? So we go to break, we come back and they accept. And Ricky Stark says, Hey, remember your first match? It's fitting that I'll be your last match. Right. But you can just easily say like, no, he's never wanted you here. So he's going to retire you before that pay-per-view. That would be like the biggest feather in his cap. You know what I mean? There you go. That's a better segment. Easy than- stuff. Easy stuff. Yeah, exactly. That would have been way better than what we got here. Just, Thanks. uh, yeah, this was like a, this felt like that CM Punk run when he came in. He was like, guys, I'm, yeah, we're here. And everybody's like, all right. Or why? Sure. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. What, what are we doing? What is this? Okay. Um, all right. So then we get some trios action. We get to see our first. It's McMahon's favorite. I- what? Well, I guess we get to see our first like hybrid bang bang scissor gang. Uh, yes, that's a thing now. That's get... right. The uh, we get the bang bang scissor gang is now a thing. Yeah, because we get the gang bang, and they say, "Look at us, we're wearing shirts and stuff, or whatever." And then I don't know. And then the acclaim come out and like we're talking in mics, fun. Sure. And the Mogul Embassy just has to stand there and take it, I guess, because they're heels. They could have easily interrupted this at any point. I never understood why a heel at this point, when Max Caster comes out, is like, going to let him talk. Bet he had some good shit to say. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet he's going to diss me really good right now. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you just Yeah. As soon as I saw, as soon as I see Jay White show off his penis, I'm running up that stage and fucking punching everyone in the face. You know what I mean? I don't know. How many socks uh, you got tucked up in that thing? <laughs> I've heard a lot. Um, How big is friends. Batista's dick? <laughs> well, we get your kind of standard trios match here. A couple times, Prince Nana tries to interfere, and the gangbang group comes in. I'm like, well, you ain't going to let you do that. And the Acclaim get the victory. Good first step, I guess. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a good first step, right? You can't get to the last chapter without reading the first 10 pages. So True. it's fine. Yeah. And then, Tim, we get to the main event. Here we go. Two mm-hmm. elderly mm-hmm. citizens fighting for their AARP card. We get Adam Copeland versus Murder Grandpa, oh, Noro Suzuki. Yeah. These guys were fighting like there was one tube of Preparation H left in the pharmacy, right? Like these mm-hmm. guys were ready for this fight and this was great right this was this was every bar fight you could ever want to see i feel like well the the coolest thing i thought was how adam copeland came out like he hasn't before i mean he came out like yeah motherfuckers we're gonna do some wild shit even more than the street fight he had with christian cage at the last pay-per-view he was like i'm in it i'm fucking in it and I'm gonna hurt some people. Came out to you have to get yourself for the for yeah. a match with Suzuki. Side note came out to some um, violent gentlemen hockey club merch, which is fucking great. Love violent gentlemen, they're awesome. Um, yeah, and they went right after there was big punches and big kicks and big fucking body slams and big backdrops. The coolest part I thought of this whole match was unfortunately lost by the production team. Shocker. But when Adam Copeland spears Minoru Suzuki, Minoru Suzuki does the Undertaker sit up and laughs at him and then puts him in a rear naked choke. I thought that was so fucking cool. Yeah. What'd you great. think though? What'd you think of all this? Uh same thing. I was just I was excited for these 
I expected a train wreck and they delivered and I loved every minute of it. And it was just blood, sweat, and nobody was even crying. They were laughing, right? It was just blood, sweat, and laughs. Yeah. Blood, sweat, and laughs. If we were still naming episodes, that would be, right? Might be it. Uh, So Adam Copeland gets the victory here. And afterwards he goes, Minoru Suzuki, respect. And Minoru Suzuki says, fuck what you heard about me shaking hands, ho. And gets yeah. out there. He didn't, he didn't say that. Good either. for you, he said. <laughs> <laughs> walked right out of there. And to, to Adam Copeland's credit, he's like, I would have actually hated if he would have shook my hand, so I'm not actually mad, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, all right, yeah, fair. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Pretty cool, that. actually. Yeah. 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 Uh, Honestly, then, the cooler move. I'll give you. The- <laughs> okay. But then he just goes essentially, Christian, I'm still coming for you. And then we get this stock video, which was not live, of Christian looking at the camera. And that's it. That was the only kind of like, man, we couldn't have left on like a higher. Well, note. And again, to the again, it wasn't live, but let's say we're supposed to pretend it was like. Why was the camera crew following Christian around waiting for this response? Like it just didn't. Yeah. It feels weird that that's how that was written. Well, that is one thing that, you know, I I talked about on last week's episode where Tony Khan is not a big fan of the camera is the secret eye or, you know, this candid camera kind of thing. So yeah, it wouldn't make sense that someone's just showing Christian. Cause if you show Christian in the production truck, you could say like, that's our production truck. Look who's here. Why the fuck is he here? Yeah, he's, he's like, watching this right now, getting pissed off about it. Yeah, and then he's yeah, telling the camera you to cut my the face. Yeah, right, telling yeah. you to cut the feed. Cut his fucking microphone you're... off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, dude, just the details, man. And again, hindsight's twenty twenty. It's so easy. But just give me the script. I can fucking and write the shit. It's not that hard. Fuck. Anyhow, dynamite. Dynamite was fun. Uh, needs a little bit of script work. Uh, we'll see if the NFL script work is good this weekend uh, as the Chiefs head to Baltimore. And by the way, AEW Collision, Saturday night, big cage match, Daniel Garcia and FTR versus the House of Black. That shit's going to rule. You could watch that or you could watch, I don't know, Naomi come back. You choose. Oh, wait a minute. Is Andrade going to be there? <laughs> Real exciting stuff. He's going to wear is some CM new Punk gonna look cosplay themed pants. Yeah. <laughs> it'll is, be the Adam, is CM Punk going to look older than ever? Is he going to not hit his finisher correctly on someone? <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So watch Collision instead of the Royal Rumble and then watch the Chiefs win another AFC championship game and come back and let us talk about all the blood, sweat, and laughs. laughs.